Hello and welcome to Wise Guys Podcast. I am your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Good to be back. It's been a while. It's been a while. So It's been a while. It's been since, I think, last Friday we ended up uploading the, uh, the top five March players. So it's been a week. It's been a, a nice week for myself. I was out in Scotland, Ireland, and Great Britain. But we do not have time to cover all that today. And I'm going to try to make a little YouTube video explaining my trip, all the, all the quirks and everything about it. So uh, look forward to that if you want to listen to what, what my trip was about. But as I just said, we got a lot to talk about today, Chris. It's been a week. And it's already started free agency. The bracket's out. We missed a good good amount. So, uh, and before we get started, Chris, uh, how, how, how how's your week been? Too bad. We got spring break coming up in a week. So I'm excited for that. Kind of the final push. Mm-hmm. But I got March Madness and spring break at once, so it's a, a pretty damn good time in the year. Oh, that doesn't get, doesn't get much better than that. It does not. All right, well. The first thing we're going to start out with is all the NFL deals that have happened so far, and we're going to start out start out with number one, Chris, and number one being the number one pick in the NFL draft, and the Chicago Bears have traded down with the uh, Charlotte Hornets, or not not Charlotte Hornets, God, Carolina Panthers, God, what is wrong with me? Um, anyways, Chris, what was your initial reaction to this? I think it makes sense on both sides. Like, we knew that the Bears were going to trade this pick. That was not surprising at all. Expectation is, I feel like, three ones, generally. Uh, they got two ones and DJ Moore, which DJ Moore could have gone for a first-round pick. So, I think they got a lot out of it. They got, which pick was it, number nine? Yep, they got 24 number... 24 first-rounder, DJ Moore. And then they got two twos as well. So yep. they got a haul for it. They stayed in the top 10. I think it was a great deal for them. Carolina, like, this is our team again, I think. We're done with the, the Darnold. We're done with the Baker. We're done with the two gloves. Like, go get your guy. I don't know. I think it's Stroud. I think that's what the odds say. I think that's what, like, the rumors and the fit on the team says. But at some point, like, I put your, your balls to the wall and make a move, right? Yeah, and we've seen the past couple years, they were in reports for Matthew Stafford when that was all going to fruition. They were in reports for Sean Watson last year. And so clearly the owner has wanted to, to secure this quarterback spot and have, the, have it be a solid player that they're ready to build their franchise around. And this is going to be that guy. Whether you said it's CJ Shroud or Anthony Richardson, it seems like those are the two major possibilities right now. and. I, I, I totally agree. I think it's a, a great compensation back. You might have tried to, like, if you're a Panthers fan, you're you're really bummed out. You're missing uh, DJ Moore now. But uh, as you said, normally it's three first-round picks. You just save that 2025 first-round pick and get a, send it over with DJ Moore. The And, like, also you get an upgrade offensively. You got probably your number one position in need. Chicago I guess uh-huh. everything's a position in need but when you have the young quarterback that you're committing to it's receivers and it's O-line yeah so you were able to get somebody proven at one of those positions I think that's huge 
I what I like about this too is like we've seen this model with young quarterbacks succeeding. Uh, for example, the Philadelphia Eagles this year, you know, going to the Super Bowl with surrounding all they can around Jalen Hurts. You have a guy who this is a a bet on fields, but it also doesn't force you into fields. You know, you can still have you still have the fifth year with him. You still have this year under contract, and you could play it out, see how it works. Then you have extra assets in uh, the next two drafts where say fields doesn't work. You can try to trade up for a guy that uh, that better suits your needs. I, I think, I think it's a perfect way to surround young assets. I think this is what every team should be doing. And I, I, I'm ready to see where this goes. Cause DJ Moore, if you didn't see the, after the reports, his receiving yards so far in his career would have been the most on Bears history, which is pretty, pretty damn sad. That is ridiculous. And the other two guys, I'm pretty sure that they beat out, were both running backs, which is also pretty sad. Forte? It, yeah, Forte. One of them. And I, I don't know the other one, but I, I know Matt Forte's on there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, only other is, the only issue with Carolina is that we just said it with Fields that he needs guys at those positions, proven guys. You just dump one of them, unfortunately. But like that, I think they have cap space. But you got to, I feel like, bring in agent receiver, use the draft, and hopefully you can at least give out some help. If that's who it is. Yeah, and I think that's just going to have to be, they have a couple young guys. They have Terrence Marshall. They have Shai Smith, who were good in college. They were, I mean, I, I have some bias towards Shai Smith. Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, but, you see those guys, you could try to integrate whoever you draft with them and try to sign some veteran wide receivers to help them out. And I'm not too worried about it. That first year with the quarterback, when you trade up like this, is always going to be kind of a shit show. So we'll see, we'll see how that, that goes in. And you're right, they do have cap space, so they can go out and get another big-name wide receiver if, if they should choose to. I don't know what like the free agent market is. I mean, now that Jacoby Myers is out, it's... Odell Beckham, it's um, Alan Lazard. It's really not anyone. Nicole Hardman, I heard, was uh, was linked to Carolina a little bit. But uh, other than that, you're going with – you got to go with some younger guys, which, you know, youth – you have a good defense. You get youth on the offense. Hopefully works out in a couple years. Grow together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, like, how excited I was when we had Haskins, McLaurin, and – Steven Sims, and like all the young guys on offense, didn't quite yeah. work out. But <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> you have a bunch of young guys. You can at least say like, you know, these guys like they're gonna come up together, like the future. So, worst case scenario, it's exciting. Yeah, hopefully they build that connection. And worst, yeah, and yeah, worst case scenario is that it it just doesn't work out, and you trade for some big name wide receiver. All right. And for which was that, apparently the Panthers might also trade down. So that would be kind of funny if they, like, maybe maybe Stroud isn't their guy and they think they can get Richardson at two or three, try to uh, bait a couple teams. Yeah, I, I'm kind of for with just risking it with Richardson. Like, I know Stroud is, oh. <laughs> a, is a good QB. I am, I've talked to a bunch of Panthers. Well, I've talked to two Panthers fans that have different mindsets. One is – all in on Stroud, which we should hopefully get in a couple in a future episode 
Mr. Nick Merton, if you've, if you've heard him on the show before. And the other one was like, I'm kind of down for Richardson. You know, all these teams, they have the, the stable quarterback that does, isn't really going to take you anywhere. If you want that, that explosive guy, the next Josh Allen or whatever, the only thing that worries me about me is that if you put Richardson in this situation, is it just going to be a complete shit show? Yeah. Also, wasn't that good. He's super yeah. athletic. Yeah, but neither was Josh Allen. Josh <laughs> that... Allen was better than this. Yeah, I, I agree on that. And it's also... I mean, you, watch, like, you probably watch Florida more than I did, being in the SEC. A little bit more. I, I've seen his highlights and tapes and stuff, so... Yeah, he has had some rough games. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we ha- we don't have a lot of time to uh to pander and wander on these things. So we that'll be move- that'll be wise mock stuff. Yep. Yep. So we gotta we gotta move on off to the free agency and the first domino that happened. It almost seemed like middle of the week last week. Uh, Derek Carr going to the Saints for four years, one hundred and fifty million dollars. I hate it. I hate it. It's just like it feels like a nothing big nothing burger. That that you're signing. I don't know, for... Like how much better do you get with Carr and like I don't know even with Jameis. So and they also which is weird. So they re-signed Jameis as well. So they have Jameis as the backup to Derek Carr. And my mindset is you have last year they had Andy Dalton starting all those games. And now you're paying a, a black-eyed Andy Dalton $150 million. And I don't see that big of an upgrade at all. Yeah, I mean, like, I've kind of gone back and forth on Carr. And it just, like, it feels like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Or, like, you're paying a lot of money for it, and it's just not. Like, it's, it's almost like you're paying for stability. Like, he'll be your guy. And... He doesn't suck. Might make the playoffs. And you don't have to worry about finding a new quarterback. But that's about, like, that's your ceiling. He's never... Right? Like, he's not, he's not putting the team on his back. He's not taking you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he's, nev- he's never even won a playoff game. He's been into it twice. Yeah. He's 0-2. I think one of the times he was injured, but still. Can't win a playoff game. The And I just don't... You're right. I don't see the ceiling here. What is the ceiling? I can see the floor. The floor is looking fine. But the ceiling is... Uh, there's there's some icicles on there. It's it's pretty it's pretty damp and gross and dirty. Um, anyways, yeah. So that's that's where they're going with the quarterback situation. That kind of started the baseline for the next couple quarterbacks, and including a great deal for the Washington Commanders. Daniel Jones back on the Giants, hundred and sixty million dollars a year. <laughs> I know you're ecstatic about oh it. Oh my so you gosh! Take the I I wept tears of joy. I mean, it was like it was so perfect because it worked out just the way that thought that it might, which was like as just of as good enough of a year to sell Giants fans on him and sell the front office on him. And the icing on the cake was the playoff win. He was so good in that game that people were like, oh, maybe Daniel Jones is good. Like, it's such recency bias, and he was so atrociously bad in the game against the Eagles, but people don't even care. They weren't supposed to be there, and they won a game. 
This contract is ridiculous. Four years, $160 million. It's insanity. And Daniel Jones. As a as a preference for the rest of these free agents, there are there's I think there's two void deals on or two void years on this, so they can kind of get out of it after yes, year two. Are. Um and it's not as ludicrous as it says, but still, it is uh Danny Dimes is now Danny forty million dollars a year. And <laughs> when you're paying for that, you're look, he had he had the breakout year, exactly what his agent, what him, exactly what they wanted. And the the biggest issue was they couldn't franchise tag him because they had to franchise tag Saquon. And last year, when they declined the fifth-year option, that is what led to this now $40 million contract. Because if you accept that, he's guaranteed for this year, he's locked in, and you can run it back again and see what happens. But mm. it, And you can say he did this with Isaiah Hodges, with uh, you know one catch from Kenny Dolliday, a bunch of bums. And now they're already starting upgrading. So they, they, they also traded for Darren Waller today, which was a pretty good pickup, a third-round pick for him. So, you know, try to get some more weapons around him, see if that will if he will continue to improve. And, again, worst-case scenario is you're stuck with him for two years and you just try to get out of it. Yeah, and I will say, to his credit, like, you bet on yourself. I guess he didn't really bet on himself because it was their – decision but you know, this was a contract year for him and he had a good year it's yeah. just like he doesn't scare me whatsoever and this whole team doesn't scare me whatsoever no and they shouldn't it, like... it reminds me of the the ben mcadoo giants when they made the playoffs the boat picture mm-hmm. year they made the playoffs they got beat by the packers and they were they, i guess they didn't win the division but they were second they were a really good team and the next year it was like oh giants are really strong again and then they were awful i wouldn't be shocked if that happens again no i wouldn't be either i like i mean clearly the the day ball pairing is a good pairing he knows how to use them he's liked them so hopefully they can work work keep keep improving and working things out um but as of right now it's just a wait and type of wait and see how this contract holds up yeah i mean it, it you're right like it is you're able to get out of it after two years. It's not the end of the world. But his cap hit this year is $21 million. His cap hit next year is $45 million. Oh. Oh. That's just, <laughs> no. it, just rough numbers to look at if you're, if you're a Giants fan. Um, also, looking at that. So now I'm just trying to see, since we're already talking about the Giants, they also signed, uh, I think it's Bobby Okariki. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Bobby Okariki middle linebacker. I like that for their team. Uh, I already mentioned they got Darren Waller. They re-signed Sterling Shepard, franchise tag Saquon. So, they're building Sterling around... Sterling Shepard? Yeah, he one year, three... Like, one point three six minutes. games. Uh, yeah. They, 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 the deal. I like it when he's on the field, but he's never on the Me field. Me too. I always take him in fantasy. Yeah, he's always that guy. You get the last couple rounds, like, oh, it's Sterling Shepard. Yeah. He's, he's on the game, he'll play. Yeah, like week seven, he's got like one more week on the IR. Like, oh, scoop him up, start him next week. So, since we mentioned the the trade with Dalen Waller, the Raiders, they got their guy Jimmy Garoppolo. Handsome Jimmy's in Vegas. Uh, I'm glad he's not on the Jets. As a guy who wants to root for Jimmy Garoppolo, it's it's good to see that he's not going in the division. And they got him. 
They got Jacoby Myers for three years, $33 million. Um, so the, the initial thing with that is, did you see what um, Adams put on his Instagram story? Like, right after mm. this. He was like, if you haven't talked to me in weeks, don't text me about this Jimmy Garoppolo thing, basically. So maybe, maybe he's not very what? happy about it. Um, I couldn't see a scenario where you go from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr to then Jimmy Garoppolo where you're ecstatic about it. But I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo, if coached correctly and puts you in a good situation, can win you some playoff games. Um, I don't hmm. think he's any world beater, but as we've talked about on this pod, just born winner. I mean, a guy that handsome, you know, is going to win you some games. He does, like, it's, it doesn't make any sense when we try to actually do analysis of it, but he does. He, like, he just finds ways to win games. And he's got a pretty good receiving crew here. Adams, Renfro, now Myers. They lost Waller at the end of the world. Um, I think he was banged up a lot last year anyway. So I think it's a good fit for him. He will love Vegas. Oh, yeah. he's Jimmy G. I'm excited to see the videos that come out of him in Vegas. <laughs> They're going to be great. Uh, you know, the, the thing that sucks, and it's like you could say this with every team in the division, is got to face Mahomes, Herbert, and Russ, Russ. two times a year. Did we even talk about Sean Payton and Russ? Yeah, yeah, I think we did. Did? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. So it's like it could work out, like they can make the playoffs, but again, how far are you getting with this? I'm and, never gonna win your division. And it's also this is a like <clears throat> Josh McDaniels, he's worked with him before. This should be a guy he's comfortable with, comfortable with coaching, knows how to put him hopefully in the right position to win games. And this is a bet on McDaniels. If McDaniels can't get this to work out, like this is his hand picked guy, basically. Um then there should be there should be no reason to to keep him around. And they had the seventh mm-hmm. overall pick. There was rumors that they might trade up, try to get the first overall, uh, try to get the second, third, try to get a quarterback. That looks like it's going to bed. And there looks like they're riding with Jimmy. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the seventh overall pick and how they can improve around around good old Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to have like a perfect team around him. Yeah, which, which is what the Niners had a couple of years ago. But we'll see. I mean, it's 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 another. It's like it raises the floor. Mm-hmm. You're always you're going to be competitive. Yeah, definitely. I think am I am I seeing some Alan Lazard? He he finally commit to the Jets. I can't find it. Well, let's just talk. Let's just address the elephant in the room. The Aaron right Rodgers sized elephant. The Jets. He's the worst person ever. <laughs> He's, the, He's worst. the worst, man. Like his his goal is to just make sure everyone talks about him every day of free agency. Well, and the annoying thing is like he was he came out and he said, I don't want to drag this on. It's not fair to Packers and the rest of the league. You're right, it's not. It's being dragged on. Like he went into the darkness for a couple days, which he ended that stay early, by the way. Yeah, yeah, he didn't, didn't stay last very the, long. The full four days in the darkness. Oh, sorry. Just then he comes back. 
They got they got their boy, Alan Lazard, four years, forty four million. God damn. Oh, honestly. <laughs> that like he's got to be going to the Jets. So did and did you also so he made a wish list for the Jets today, right? And he wants Odell Beckham, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb again, and Mercedes Lewis <laughs> again. So the Jets are just going through every old. Packers it's just like looking out for his boys. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and Odell. Yeah, and Odell, which I don't he I saw rumors like, oh, he wants twenty million a year. It's like who's gonna give you twenty million a year, Odell? <laughs> I don't know who's gonna maybe the Jets will. But I so Rogers to the Jets just seems like a catastrophe waiting to happen. Like it yes. the him in New York. Him with all the media attention, coming on Pat McAfee once a week, probably telling him how the coach is garbage or the facilities are garbage or something. And it just seems like a, a nightmare scenario. But the Jets are all in for it. All their players are for it. Did you see that the Sauce Gardner went with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall? They're burning cheese heads in honor of Aaron Rodgers, trying to summon Aaron Rodgers to New York. Um, Just... I mean, like, I know Rodgers is Rodgers, but come on now. Is this really, like, we're really going to, we're really going to, like, think about this and he's going to be MVP again or something? They're going to be third in the division. (laughs) I don't know, but, like, (laughs) you, when you're, like, the Jets and you haven't had a quarterback ever since Joe Namath. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get excited, right? Yeah, exactly. If you're a Jets fan, you're definitely getting excited. You this is exactly you do want this. You do want this, even though it could could end up being a shit show. And you're it's right, it's a risk it, you're willing to take. And it's not trading for another young quarterback to see if they could develop. It's not. It, you're it's a proven guy. You're getting out there with a a two time or now is he what three or four time league MVP? Yeah. Um, so yeah, of course it's gonna be it's a it's a good move, but. I just can't see this working out. Can't do it. And maybe it's just just the stink of the Jets and him. It's like it's hard to picture it. Like he's made the like they always make the playoffs. It didn't last year. Right, but like all the other years, I, I he was bad last year. He wasn't good. And I, 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 he doesn't put any, any fair, any, um, doesn't put any fear in my eyes, which is, but as, as a Pats fan, I, I guess I'm a little, a little biased against the Jets. It probably makes you the worst team in the division. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. It, uh, the, the Pats have had a weird, uh, weird off season so far. They've done basically nothing. They they traded Johnny Smith to the Falcons for nothing, which is fine. We got off all of his money, which is all right with me. I mean, if we weren't going to use him, we might as well get rid of him and get, save the money. Um, Jonathan Jones, I'm glad we re-signed him for a cheap deal. And we got some offensive tackle I've never heard of today from the Broncos. So hopefully that can help out. But they, we need some weapons. We need to trade for Hopkins or else we're going to be bottom of the division. I just saw a Hopkins rumor. Really? Uh, to 
Dude, it was Carolina. There's no way though, that they could afford those trades. Let's see. Patriots. Let's see. Right, well, you look for that. I'm going to discuss the Bears so far. They've had a, a pretty pretty good offseason so far. They got that a lot of assets we just said for the for the trade for the number one pick. Now they're trying to bump up their defense. They got Tremaine Edmonds, who I desperately wanted on the Patriots for four years, $72 million. One, I think he's like the fourth highest paid linebacker, but he's still 24 years old. You have him until he's 28, and he was a baller for the Bills. Uh, excited to see him leave leave Buffalo. But what was weird to me is that they also signed TJ Edwards to three years, $19 million, which is another linebacker. So I don't know if paying all those linebackers is – is a is a good move in today's age, but they also got some offensive line help, and they had the most cap space going in, so they're gonna be they're gonna be heavy spenders the rest of the way still. All right, I was locked in on trying to find that rumor, which I couldn't find. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Did the bear sign Tremaine Edmonds and uh, T.J. Right, Edwards? Right. They also got a guard almost, from the from the Titans. Sorry, it was like they just had a linebacker that could have signed to a long term. Right, so. right, and they, uh, <laughs> they the Ravens re-signed Roquan for I think they I think my Ravens friend said two million less a year than Tremaine Edmonds. So kind of kind of weird how you how you do that. It must have just been like irreparable relationship. Yeah, and it maybe he just maybe just wanted out. Maybe. He was tired of it. I don't know, but they're replacing him with two. I, mean, other I guess now, like you got, you got a first round pick for him, right? Second, got a second round pick for him. Can, so you got a second round pick, and you got his replacement at really higher cost. Oh, <laughs> not the end of the world. No, and they have the money to spend. <laughs> What'd you say? So, but they had him. Yeah, they did. They did have him. It's been a little bit more convenient. Um, and now they, they, I also forget that they have Chase Claypool now, which they traded the 32nd overall pick. Yes, they do have Chase Claypool, <laughs> which does not make a lot of sense. No, not at all. Oh, wait, yeah, didn't, I guess they traded a second for him, right? Yeah, they traded, it was, it ended up being the 32nd overall pick. So, they got, they moved back in the draft, signed Tremaine Edmonds, got Chase Claypool. Which I guess on. isn't that, isn't not... terrible, but it's not. I don't know about Claypool. Could have been handled a little differently. Yeah, I think Claypool's kind of a bum. But you have a weapon around Fields. Help him out as much as you can. Uh, yeah. All right. We yes. Just... Where should we go from here? You want to talk about Duran? Team? Yeah. Uh, this is the second guy that they've actually extended, that they've drafted. So they signed Allen last year. They signed Duran. I think it's, what, like... Four years, $90 million. Uh, a lot of money, obviously, but they have the money to spend. That's the strength of the team. There's no reason to draft four defensive linemen in four years if you're not going to resign them. So I was pretty pumped because I, I was expecting them to leave, especially after they drafted Mathis in the second round last year. But it's, it's exciting that they are at least, least going to have some consistency on this line. Did you see what he said of why he, he took the extension? Didn't. He said they're one little piece away from being really good. Not little. 
So, a piece or two. Maybe a, a Lamar Jackson. And speaking of the, the commanders, do you want to say a, a heartfelt goodbye to Taylor Heineke and all that he's done for your franchise? Yeah, I mean, he was like the most fun thing that we've had in a while at a quarterback position, probably since RG3. Which, like, he wasn't better than Cousins, but he was more fun than Cousins. <clears throat> so yeah, that game against Tampa Bay in the playoffs, saying, I can't believe that was three seasons ago. I know. Been here for that long, but just that. Like, if he played in that game and never returned, he still would have been like legend forever. Oh yeah. Because like they didn't win the game, obviously, but he went toe to toe with Brady. Um, did a one score game the year they won the Super Bowl. So it was exciting to root for. Not a not a great quarterback, but he was. He, we put him in that his own little tier when we did the quarterback ranking. Mm-hmm. The experience. Yeah. You never knew what you were going to get. It was always exciting, though. So I will miss having him around. But obviously it wasn't a long-term, long-term thing. I want to say good, good luck to him in Atlanta. As a guy who was in the XFL as a backup, now he's making $10 million a year to play for the Falcons. Pretty, got a, props to him. I mean, talk about never giving up, betting on yourself. Um, just a, a great NFL story, and he might never start for quarterback uh, for a team again. But that being said, he'll always he'll probably be one of those guys that will float around as a backup for a couple years, and uh, any team that will get him will be excited for him as his backup. Yeah. So speaking of the Falcons, already made life changing amounts of money. Yeah. Yep. Just from this contract. So uh, speaking of the Falcons, talked about they got Jonu Smith back with the boy Arthur Smith. Uh, so he knows how to use them. That's where his most productive year was. Uh, is this is this a bad bet for for Pitts fans? Is the Pitt stock going even lower? Ooh. It was already pretty down last year. Yeah, you could buy you could buy low now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe having another tight end clears things up for him. Yeah, maybe they're more versatile. So he's like basically. So I don't know. We'll see. They also signed. I guess it's Ritter, right? Like, he's yeah. going to be the guy. Looks like Ritter's going to be the guy. Be interesting. Very interesting. They, they got Jesse Bates on the defense, safety from the Bengals, which the Bengals lost both their starting safeties, which would be interesting to see how they replace them or, uh, yeah, I guess just how, yeah, how they replace them. And Jesse Bates, four years, $64 million deal. I thought that was a great deal. I would have loved if Pats got him. And beefing up one of the – they're beefing up their secondary, which was – Pretty strong last year, one of their strong suits. So, beefing up this team, um, I can't, I like what Atlanta's doing. And it's it's going to be another year with growing pains for sure, especially uh, offensively. Yeah, and you see how you get to see uh, how Ritter does. Maybe like this is like his test. You know, he only started I think two games last year, so having that guy. In in house, you, you already you already seen him for a year. Already seen a training camp. Try to interact him with the system. I'm glad he's they're not overreacting and trying to trade up for a quarterback and doing stuff like that. Like yeah. the, we already talked about the Panthers, but they they traded up for Matt Corral last year. That is now he's on the trade block. So I I always find it weird. Forgot when, about him. I yeah. Oh yeah, everyone did. And I just find it weird when teams 
don't like they don't try out their guy that they already have in house for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, hopefully, and Howell. Yeah, yeah, and I hope Howell gets the same treat. Like I, I, I hope you guys get some other uh, quarterback for insurance. But if they ride with Howell, I'd like to see it, and I'd like to see, like, I want to see him on the field first, and I, I want to see some more Ritter yeah. and see what he can do. And that might just be us being stupid fans and, like, we don't see any of the practice stuff. We don't see him in the film room or in the offseason. But, like, maybe they just look awful and they're, like, bums and they're lazy and we just have no idea. But yeah. It is. It's always, like, we haven't seen this guy. Like, I still think that Josh Dobbs deserves a real shot. <laughs> so guys like that, you never – and I guess he kind of got chances at the end of this year. But I always think, like – like give him a couple games at least. Like let's just let's just see it. So I always wanted for Colt. Just yeah. let him start a few games. Yeah, let him let him start and a season. He... Have him be the guy in the off season. See how it works out. And if it's a lost cause, it's a lost cause. And I think you were saying like we have, we haven't seen the guys in practice. We haven't seen the guys. If they're not going to get a quarterback, they're the ones who've seen him in the practice. They're the ones who've seen him yeah. through training camp and through whatever. So if they have faith in him then there's no reason then we should be poo-pooing them and making sure they get another quarterback. I mean, they got him in the second round last year. They should at least try him out. He played, what, how many games last year? I think two or three. Can't be more than that. Awful. Yeah, he wasn't very good. (laughs) Uh, We'll see. Actually, he was not that bad. At least numbers-wise. What I love about the yards, free agency fans, no picks. is we always end up the conversation, no matter what team we're talking about, no matter what trade or whatever, it's always like, ah, we'll see. See how it works. <laughs> uh, speaking of trades, we didn't get to this one. An aggravating trade for an AFC East fan. The Jalen Ramsey went to the Dolphins for a third round pick and some guy named Hunter Long, some tight end that I've never heard of before. He has one career tight end catch. name. Oh, great tight end name. Uh, so Jalen Ramsey is now in the Dolphins. They just seem to be getting anyone who requests a trade. Like, oh, the Dolphins will take him. They'll, they'll trade some for him. Your tweet the other day, just the I hate the Dolphins. There, I mean, how many how many years in a row now? Like they got Hill last year. Midway through the season, they got Bradley Chubb, and now they're getting Ramsey. They, it's a bet on like they're it's a bet on Tua. They they they're they're beefing up the defense. They have the weapons around them. They they signed Mike White as insurance, which I love. Uh, but they're building this team around Tua, and I respect it. And it it also seems like this is a is this a is this a Tom Brady team like midway through the year? We just gonna see him lace up the lace think up midway the through the year. Maybe right before the season starts, it's like I'm back again. Okay. There he is, right on the Dolphins. <laughs> it's like a perfect fit. They fit him right in. There's I, no I, way. I hope not. I I hope he did. He tweeted it out. your heart. Yeah, no, that would be that would be so brutal. But, anyways, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, Tua works out for them, and this all actually, hopefully, on my end, that it doesn't work out for him. But for the Dolphins fans, hopefully, this works out, and it's it's a it's a big bet on Tua. Rams, I don't know what they're doing. Is it- I have no idea. It's almost like they got the ring and it's like, eh, like whatever at this point. That's what it seems like. It's like we got our ring. We we traded our guys for, for Matthew Stafford. And now it's like, are they even going to 
keep Matthew Stafford? Is he even going to play for them next year? Who knows? They're going to be a bottom dweller. They're this like I don't know. I don't know. Like you still have Stafford comes back and you have still Cooper Cup still. How bad could you be? Yeah, I guess. I mean, the, is the defense going to be Swiss cheese? Do they have any money to sign anyone else? Like, I have no, they have no draft picks, I'll tell you that. I have no idea what they're going to do. Well, they have a third rounder. Yeah, they, yep, they got, and they have Hunter Long. So, they have that. I don't know what to say. Third Hunter Long can haul ass. <laughs> he, okay. I heard he could put the team on his back. He could take them to the playoffs. <laughs> So, drafting, wow. the, drafting him in fantasy just because we're memeing him, <laughs> gonna be that guy that's like, remember when you made fun of Hunter Long? Two years, he's just drafted Kelsey. Sean McVay saw something. So he saw something in Hunter Long. The Hunter Long looks like he's thirteen years old. I gotta look up a picture. Did you look him up? No, I gotta look up a picture of this guy. I just don't like what. Looks what like do you see? Baby. Oh my god. <laughs> This guy, I don't know if this guy can grow facial hair. Oh, no. No chance. That's coming from someone who can't grow facial hair. So, <laughs> I know one when I see one. Yeah, I have, I have no idea what the Rams are doing. Well, kind of looks like my cousin Max, except smaller. Oh, God. Smaller. <laughs> it's not what you want to tell <laughs> I, uh, I'm interested to see. This is gonna, a team I want to keep my eye on throughout throughout the rest of the offseason, see what other moves they do, and honestly just, like, uh, just figure out a plan of what they're doing. Yeah. Like, some, my, uh... I don't, I'm, I'm very curious. They're we, like, um... I don't even know. I was going to compare them to somebody. The Lakers, maybe, after they won their title. They're trading every... But that was at least we knew it was LeBron. Like, at least we knew it was LeBron doing it. Yeah, that's true. The... That's true. I'm sitting in the airport when this trade comes. And I'm with the the teacher that I was with um, throughout the whole week, and he was like, "Oh, like Ramsey must be, you know, this is his trade, like his his contract must be up. He wants an extension." And I was like, "No, nope, he's got two more years." He's like, "Oh, maybe he's a bad beef <laughs> or something." Not, nope, he's he's he was fine on the team. Um, but there is a there's a scenario where Jalen Ramsey is washed. Is he had a bad year last year? He was trash last year. Yeah, he had a bad year last year. So hopefully that that's all. It comes back and he's he's still pretty pretty garbage. What uh what team do you want to hit next? As he just needed a change of scenery. I'd be so mad. Oop. Uh, I think we got everything major now. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the Chiefs got a new offensive tackle. They got the guy from Jacksonville, uh, Jawan Taylor. We signed Wiley. Yep, you guys got uh, an offensive guard. From the, or tackle Gates from the, from the Giants. Um, so that's some offensive line movement. the The Texans, they I they have a weird. Like, let me read you some of their free agents because it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. So, let me find them. Sorry, I'm scrolling through the list of all the free agents. All right, they got Robert Woods, which old and washed. I don't know why. Uh, he they 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 got him. I I guess just to get a a nice wide receiver for your next QB. They got Case Keenum for two years, so a nice backup placeholder. Um, and then they got Noah Brown, 
who do you remember him from the Cowboys? Noah Brown. Yeah, another wide receiver. He was like their wide receiver three. He's solid. And then they traded for Shaq Mason, so they're beefing up the line. It seems like they're prepping for. I mean, of course they're prepping for a new quarterback, and or they're just they're surrounding Mills with some weapons. Either one, I'm all for it. But I don't know. Then they got- I, those really aren't weapons. Like no, no. Noah Brown and Bobby Trees are not weapons. No, no, not at all. But they're that's a that's a huge burger. <laughs> And then, uh, no you know, I didn't know that Noah Brown existed. That's shocking to me. <laughs> I don't know who that person is. <laughs> Unless I just forgot. <laughs> he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't anything spectacular. I just remember him as like the third wide receiver on the Cowboys. I, I just know yeah, all the wide receivers. Like of the every Cowboys game. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so the Vikings, this is another one where I, I found them having a weird off season. They cut a bunch of players, uh, Hendricks, they cut Pat Pete, they cut, um, I heard that they might cut Harrison Smith, and they spent $7 million a year on Josh Oliver, a tight end. Soon. Didn't they just trade? Just got Hawkinson. Yeah, didn't they just trade for Hawkinson? And I heard, like, he's like a, oh, a blocking tight end from the, like, great. Why are you spending <laughs> $7 million a year on him? Like, you just had to cut all these guys for cap casualties and now you're going to send seven million a year on josh oliver they did get a great deal for marcus davenport which i don't remember but the saints had to trade up for him in the draft and now he signs a one-year 13 million dollar deal with the vikings and they re-signed their center for three years so weird Dylan finally going who adam Thielen. that feels weird oh yes yeah yeah they also had to cut him for cap casualties that that's uh that's they've restructured Kirk's contract somehow. I don't, I don't know don't, what they did, but it says they saved like sixteen million. Restructuring contracts is uh is a myth to me. I just the people just make up that and make up cap numbers that they now eventually have. That is true. Um, all right. What else? It seems like oh, Javon Hargrave going to the Niners is a scary good deal. Oh, yeah. The uh the Eagles are losing everyone. Yeah, yeah. I, let's end it off talking about the Eagles. They are. It's. It's. Uh, it's going to be. I don't know if they're going to be winning the Super Bowl this year. They lost pretty much everyone Rashawn on their Penny. defense. Yeah, they got Rashawn Penny. Great. Kelsey, they got back. Yep. But Gordon Johnson gone. Grave gone. Um. Else. T.J. Edwards. They lose? Gone. He was a starting uh, linebacker for them. The. James Bradbury and Gardner Johnson are still free agents. Still could, uh, still could resign, but they lost. I think they've already Gardner lost. Johnson like already posted something. Oh, did he? Like he's gone. Oh, okay. So Andre Dillard. He's gonna be a Patriot. Um, on. They got they Zepps. lost. They just lost Kaiser White too, another linebacker for him. Uh, he went to the Cardinals. Not anything major, but they're just losing defensive starters left and right. So this is not going to be this dominant Eagles defense that we saw throughout all last year until the Super Bowl. And it's going to be an adjustment period. They're going to have to sign some other guys, have to hit another couple draft picks. And my, my question is, N'Kobe Dean, that fell like the third round for them last year. He's mm-hmm. slotted right in. He's ready to start. So I'm excited to see, <laughs> hopefully, because I love that guy coming out of the draft. And as much as I hate the Eagles, I do want to see, see him do well, just because I was so high on him. 
it's like a legacy pick. Yeah. God. Like, Nick Bolton. Yeah, yeah, Nick Bolton. He worked. He worked out <laughs> big time for you, though. Did work out. I'm trying to look Sound at some other. Uh, a lot of guys get to do that. The uh, the Broncos they did sign an offensive tackle to help out Russ and a D lineman Zach Allen uh, to help out their defense. They also got Ben Powers, another offensive lineman, to help out Russ. So they're definitely Russ. You know, last year was pretty pretty trash, but you could tell his offensive line was giving him no help. And just trying to boost that up. Mm-hmm. They already got Sean Payton. Uh, they can't do much in the draft. So signing guys like that is, uh, is a big help for, for Russ and the rest of the program there. I, I also read that they're looking into trading one of their receivers, too. I did. I did. I'm high up on that. I want the Pats to get one of them, Jerry Judy <laughs> or Cortland Sutton. I just want the Pats to get some. About Tim Patrick. No, nah, that's probably who they're going to get. They, uh, <laughs> there was reports. <laughs> It was like the Patriots are eyeing Philip Dorsett. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! That, my Madden guy, though. My Madden guy. Bring him home. Uh, yeah, bring him home. I'm, <laughs> I'm for it. He's a great wide receiver five. So uh, how could you not be? Yeah. <laughs> and Braxton Berrios. Let's get him back too. Bring him all home. Oh yeah, there you go. Uh, so if we just want to just keep having mid wide receivers, we got per. It's a perfect market for it. So. Um, let me just refresh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like the free agency market in terms of offensive players is not hot this year at all. No, no. It's all defensive guys. The uh, I'm trying to look. So nothing new happened on Twitter for what I can see. And, yeah. I'm just waiting for the Pats to do something. Like something that's, that's splashy. And even whether it's a trade or a, a signing, and it probably won't happen, but that's all right. I can hope. All right. <laughs> Do you, is there any anything we missed? Look at the right I now. Definitely, I did everything with my team. The Bills upgraded on their line. So. Lost some play. They might. Yeah. I heard they're going to lose uh, Jordan Poyer too, so that could be that could be yeah, a big loss I read the defense. Um. Tony Pollard back on the the Cowboys. He got franchise tag. Yeah, the franchise tag. That was yep. kind of weird. Um, Not that much. Yeah, I mean, Cam Sutton. I didn't really know who he was, but apparently he's a good corner and went to the Lions. Uh, and they also got – they got re-signed Alex Alonzo, Isaiah Bugs. So they haven't done anything splashy uh, yet. But, yeah, I, just, I, I had to mention his name because I love his name. Uh, I'm trying to look any other team. I mean – Michael Thomas, one year, ten million, back with the Saints. Let's see if he can stay healthy. See if he can go on, stay on the field. And other than that, oh, Sam Darnold, he's gonna he's gonna win the we, Super Bowl. Don't mention that. <laughs> it's just a part. Like you wanted another Jimmy G, just throw him right in there. You got him. <laughs> you got a perfect guy. Like, this is gonna be where the Sam Darnold. This Jimmy G fumble. What do you say? Loves to fumble. Yes, yes. So Jimmy G that loves to fumble. Uh, they, I, I just know Kyle Shanahan's gonna find a way to to get Sam Darnold some uh some playoff wins or something. Cause, yeah. and it's it's honestly a perfect uh emergency. Like you have Trey Lance, you have uh now Darnold, and then you have Brock Purdy, and it, like if I'm the if I'm the Niners, just sign any quarterback, sign them all. It's almost like they're preparing. For the they injuries? Have their guys get hurt. Yes. Yeah. 
That's what I was saying. I'm like, why the hell do you need Arnold in that QB room? You have Purdy. He's a great backup. And then, yeah, but remember, they were playing the NFC Championship game, and Josh Johnson was getting snaps as the fourth stringer. So I guess it makes sense. So yeah, I like that for uh, for them, and I, that's that's about it. I feel like I'm recovering everything. Unless we miss something that just happened, we should be up to date. Yeah, I think we got it all. Is it time for uh, is it time for some March? Yes. All right, this is where you got to take over. I'm uh, I'm not as well versed yeah. in all the other NCAA teams besides Gamecocks. They're not even close to making it. So, uh, do you have your bracket pulled up? Yeah, I do actually. I can pull it up right now. All right. So, you want to just go region by region? Yeah. Let me we'll just s- discuss big picture stuff. Do look at all the interesting games. Pick our final four. Pick our champion. All that good stuff. Yeah, so sounds good. Oh, first of all, Rutgers got. Absolutely shafted by not making the tournament. So I feel bad for them as as a Big Ten Padre. Sorry, Rutgers, that sucks. They were probably deserve. I think I read that the like seventy seven of eighty two experts had them in the field and they weren't in. So that's a bummer. That was the only team that really that missed it. I think that should have been in. I, uh, we could start in wait, wait. before oh, since we're ahead. talking about the teams you missed. South Carolina takes down Clemson one more time. The, that, <laughs> that, that loss to the the the, the mighty Gamecocks yeah, was a bad uh, loss. was I, was probably the reason why they didn't make the tournament. Probably that's like a quad four loss. <laughs> yep. So that's that's always exciting. That was got got Gamecock Twitter and all the fans here. Pretty oh, excited. I bet. And. It, uh, <laughs> It always comes with some snarky remarks back from Clemson fans, but they're not in it. So it's uh it's, Yeah, that's right. They're right where you are. Yep. Sitting right on the bench at home. Uh so uh also North Carolina I think was the only number one seat preseason number one team to not make the tournament since like they expanded it. Yep. So Yep. It's also the first yeah. time since nineteen eighty five they haven't been in the tournament. That's insane. So let's go. Yeah, so let's uh, okay. break down the bracket. Let's start from the south. Oh, yeah, we got top left south. Bama, the one seed. Obviously, we know the Brandon Miller stuff, but I think this is probably the best team in the field. I don't know so about no. We got your one seeds are Bama, Houston, Kansas, Purdue. Do I'm sleeping heavy on because I don't know, like outside of Edie, I don't know what they have. Houston. I think they're really talented, but their best guard is hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. And they haven't really played anyone, so who knows. And Kansas is just like, they've lost a lot of games. Hard to repeat. I think Bama, like, out of the one seeds is the best. They have a pretty easy region. I hate to say that because <laughs> I might face my team in the second round. But Allen going up against West Virginia, I don't know. I don't know anything about West Virginia. I... It feels like kind of a coin flip. You know who you got to look out for? Yes, of course. Bill. Eric Stevenson, former Gamecock. He can light it up. He is a three-point specialist, and I've seen that he's in, – in all the big games that they win, he goes off. And when it comes to March, you want to guard oh, like Eric that. Eric with a K. 
Yep, yep. Eric with the K. Uh, he, I just, I have, I have some bias towards him because I loved him so much last year on the Gamecocks. So you got, you got to watch out for him. And that's, that's, I don't know anything else about the West Virginia team, but that's, that's your biggest threat if you're gonna, if you're gonna go home based off, uh, based off that. I just hate it because it reminds me of the game when they had Hello Trimble and they played West Virginia and they got beat. Like West Virginia just presses you the whole game. It's so hard to watch. So it's gonna be a very physical game. Low scoring. Take the under. Uh, West Virginia is better offense. Oh yeah, Stevenson's like their best player. Is he? Because I I know oh, every time great. I've seen them win is he's been he's been lighting it up. So they're not huge, which is bodes well for Maryland because Maryland's only big guys. Juju Reese, so their biggest guy is six nine. That's good. I guess they have two guys off the bench that are big. But that's a good matchup for him. Um. I just hope it's a close game. Did I tell you that I have an exam at two? Yeah, you did. It's a twelve fifteen. You did. That I know is... it's due. Yeah. I just hope it's a blowout, I guess. So, so the game starts at twelve fifteen. You have an exam at what? Two two thirty. Two. Yeah, you're not catching the end of that, which sucks. Yeah. So you just gotta hope. Or I'm not catching the start of my exam. <laughs> Either one. Either one. <laughs> Hopefully you're right. It's a blowout from either side, so then you can you can almost relax. No, you're not missing much. Yeah. But in a in a game of of college basketball, a blowout can can switch really quickly. So that'll be yeah. that'll be interesting. So anyway, just just keep me in your thoughts, everyone. Um, <laughs> what example? The, the worst case scenario, it's environmental economics. Is that is that something you, you're gonna have to study a lot for? Yeah. Yeah, that that's a big that's a big wrinkle in your mind. Like I needed to graduate, <laughs> just like Gen Ed. So <laughs> yeah, like intro philosophy or some bullshit like that. But anyway, worst case scenario is they're up like eight with three minutes left, and I have to go into the exam, go. and then I come out and they've lost by two. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. But I know we'll see. At this game, like I'm not confident going into it, but I'm not like pessimistic i'm kind of just like i have no idea what's gonna happen you guys got boned i feel like because you're you're an eighth seed you ended up playing a, a pretty good or a solid west virginia team and then you're gonna have to whether you win or not or actually well if you win then you have to face bama so no that that, that was the last one seed that i wanted to see <laughs> yeah yeah you guys kind of got shafted there but yeah that's that's, that's right. how that's how it goes so when you gotta beat the best anyway that's true that's true. You would have had to face oh. him at some point. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, moving a... down. Okay, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no I was just gonna do the same thing. Uh, I like Charleston to beat San Diego State. Charleston had a really good year. He wins. Uh, Mountain West apparently has only made like one Sweet Sixteen to, since 2016. I think I saw that. So, any Mountain West teams. I also like Furman to beat Virginia. Really? Virginia, like, Furman just plays so differently. Furman is a big three-point shooting team, I believe, from what I've seen. And Virginia is just, like, the slow-it-down and, like, 
the defense until you die. If they just, like a firmer just starts chucking up threes, they get up on him like we're gonna win that game. Like if they get all they have to do is get hot from three, I feel like. Virginia's toast. Is Virginia been I, I like I don't I don't know. Has Virginia been great this year? Good this year? Decent? They won the regular season for the ACC, but the ACC sucks. And then they was it is wasn't it Duke Virginia for the ACC tournament too? Yeah, and it was the worst game ever. <laughs> it was like twenty five to fourteen at halftime. It was terrible. I think they scored less than fifty points in that game. But yeah, Furman like twenty third in offense or thirty third in offense on Ken Palm. Like their offense numbers are crazy. They're the best two point shooting team in the country. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a great matchup, Virginia. But like, obviously, Virginia has the better athletes. Yeah, and the, the better coaching. Yeah. Uh, Creighton. Anyway, I like that upset. Creighton was supposed to be really good coming into this year, so I picked him. I don't know anything about NC State. Um, don't really have much for that one. All right, neither do I. I all I know is that Creighton pretty decent this year. Yeah. Taylor had kind of an up and down year. They're like they're another team that's just incredible on offense. They don't really play much defense, but I could see them making a run in this region. I don't like this region is just not that scary. Yeah. Arizona is the two seed. I don't Don't, don't know sleep how on good the zoo. Arizona is. No? No. no don't the sleep on the zoo. Mizzou's, Mizzou's feisty. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of offense in this region. I will say that it's like every team bombs. Like Arizona, Mizzou, Baylor, in Furman, all these teams. They it's just points, points, points. It would take every over. Besides the so Arizona. Area. Yeah, besides that one, Arizona has a guy named Kerr. He was named after Steve Kerr. Where's Kerr on the back of his jersey? I know it's his first name, which I don't like. Oh, I hate that. Oh, for that reason, I'm out on Arizona. I don't like them. I, I don't like that at all. <laughs> but they do score a lot of points. So it is going to be fun. Arizona in the Sweet 16. Awesome. I have Alabama coming out of that region. I, yeah. I wanted to be different and not pick a one seed, and I, I probably should pick Bama because I feel like they might just roll everybody. But with a close game to, to South Carolina, then that's all I could base like all my stuff off of is how they played against South Carolina. And like when you when you play a close game against my team, I can't get a lot of faith into you. So I had Virginia, but after our discussion, oh, really? I, I might Uh-oh. switch it up a little bit. That's the thing, like, Virginia lost to a 16 seed and then won the national championship the next year. So, it's like, it's almost like deep run or bust for them. Bust, yeah. But we'll see. Ed Charleston in my sweet 16. Ooh, really? You had them, so then beating Virginia and then losing yeah. Alabama? Yeah. I, uh, I also had, Cray- I had Creighton in the sweet 16, losing to Arizona. I can see that. 
and a beanie Baylor. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see that. Um, all right, I, I feel like, like this really will produce some exciting games. Midwest, what are we looking at? That's Houston's bracket. Yep. Obviously, Houston wins their first game. Iowa Auburn, I think rule of thumb is don't pick Iowa in the tournament. They never win, even okay. when they're a one seed. All so, right. I mean, heavy on Auburn there. Auburn got some feisty is... guys. Auburn is uh, they? yeah, they're they're no they're no joke. They uh, I mean, they had some weird losses to Kentucky. The um, they lost by three to Arkansas, which I love Arkansas. I think they can make a make a deep run, but they've beaten yeah. Tennessee. They, it's a talented team. Yeah, like they can. Looking at this right, like they've had some weird up and down games, but I, uh, I think they they can put up the fight against Iowa. Took Bama to overtime. Yeah, I mean now I'm looking at like their game yeah, schedule. And they're not they're not as good as I thought, but they were awful in SEC play down the stretch. Yeah, down the stretch they were. They they lost A and M six and one and finished ten and eight. Yeah, that's not great. That's not, that is not great. But I definitely like them to beat Iowa because I don't trust Iowa. Um, Miami in the tournament, I feel like, is always making runs. So I don't like. I don't think they get upset in the first round. That, no, no Drake love. <laughs> oh, no, no Drake love. I don't know anything about either, so that's fine. Indiana. I just know, like Miami beat Auburn last year. I think Indiana. Is one of like a, a sleeper Final Four team, I think. You think so? I have them going to the Sweet 16 and getting beat because I could also see them getting beat by Kent State. They are the most, like, in, in my head at least, they're the biggest range of outcomes team just because they have so much talent. Like, Jackson Davis is probably second national player of the year voting, his first team All American. Chafino, their point guard, is going to be an NBA lottery pick. And they have a couple other guys who have just lingered around the program for a couple of years now. They're really experienced. They got into the tournament last year and lost. So, not completely new to it. They're supposed to win the Big Ten coming into the year. I like, I like this team a lot. They're Indiana, so it could also implode right away. I'm kind of covering, like, I'm not really giving much analysis there. But I think, like, it's either... They could get upset. I wouldn't even be surprised. I also wouldn't be surprised if they won. They beat Houston and were in the Elite Eight. A lot of variety there. I uh, this next game, Iowa State and Pitt. Pitt is the team. I I love Pitt. I, I know they have to beat Mississippi. They got to win tonight. Yeah, they got to win tonight. <laughs> uh, I like. I I guess I'll change the bracket up if they lose. But I have them going to the uh the Sweet Sixteen. I don't know why. I just I, I try to I try to hop on the, the the hot teams right at the end, and uh, they've been they've been hot to end out the year. So that's what I that's what I want to. Haven't say. been to the tournament in a while either. Like a, like a resurgence of the program almost. They were like they were fourteen and six in ACC play. They were on win away. Like, they went to Miami the last game of the year, and if they won that game, they would have been tied for first in the conference. They barely got into the tournament. So that's how much the committee hated the ACC this year. We, uh, we have some comments. First saying, uh, are we going to stream any men's basketball games? Like, it says MM games. I'm guessing it means March Madness games. Uh, 
I don't know. We could we could do something like that. Find a way to shoot behind us, watch a game. That'd be fun. And we also have uh, Wyatt, Mr. Wyatt Bunting, a, a fellow uh, a commenter, a fellow turbo. <laughs> got Indiana to win it all. <laughs> yep. Got Indiana to win it all. Love um, the squad. He also has pit money line tonight, so he's riding with me there. Love it. There you go. Right. Uh, I like that too. I also have family that went to pit, so I, I will definitely ride the pit train. Yeah. If Iowa State winning that game, though. The, In all fairness. So then Xavier, Kenshaw. Xavier, they're, they're ones I just don't want to see in the tournament. I don't know why. Just like, Is there one of those basketball schools where it's like you don't know anything about them other than they just show up in the tournament sometimes? And they're always in it. They're always there. Yeah. And they're just, <laughs> they're, yeah you're right. They're just a bat. Like, that's the only I thing. I didn't know that they were this good this year. But they have Sean Miller, the guy who he used to coach at Arizona. Mm-hmm. It's like DeAndre Ayton when he was on that team. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a very good coach. He got fired from Arizona because of like CA violations, but less basketball coach. And then I think um, one of the best matchups of the first round is A and M Penn State. I think that's going to be uh, a bloodbath, a fun game. I uh, think A and M is better than a seven seed. I took Penn State as much as I hate Penn State. But, Even though you just said that A&M should be better than a 7 seed? Yeah, but I think Penn State's better than a 10. Maybe that's just because they went on a run in the tournament, the Big Ten tournament. There's bias there, but you have a team that has a guard as good as uh, Jalen Pickett is. Dude was averaging 18-7-7 seven and seven this year. Should have been a first-team All-American. I think he was second team. But like those are the guys that I trust in March Madness, especially in the first round. Oh, I don't know. I don't know much about A and M, but Penn State's really hot right now. Texas A M Texas would be fun in the second round. A and M had a good end of their year. They their only SEC loss in the last couple games was to Mississippi State, where they only lost by seven. They they beat Alabama by six, and they they met Alabama again in the SEC tournament, and they got whomped. But uh, pretty. Pretty convincing win over Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament, and I, I like their guys. I think they're another a feisty team that could uh, come out of the SEC and make some noise. Yeah, Texas. That, though, I know that nothing about. Team is a tough one. But Texas, I Texas is my pick to win this region. Okay. They had Chris Beard, the coach from Texas Tech. He got fired like a couple weeks into the season because mm-hmm. there was like a domestic violence case. Yeah, now he's the old Miss coach. That or saw that. <laughs> of course, he ends up in the SEC. <laughs> but anyway, he seems like a scumbag. I don't know the full story. Didn't look good. And now, like Texas, you know, I thought that they might go into shambles. They're in best conference in the country. They didn't. Like the team stayed together. Um. And Terry, head coach, has done a great job with this team. I'm a sucker for like good stories like that. And I don't like I guess you could argue it's a bad story. Root against them. But like the team itself to stick together through that. Scumbag coach out. Um Yeah, it's the opposite of Alabama. You it's rootable because they did the right, right, right thing and you know fired the guy. They I yeah. think it's kind of bullshit that they beat Kansas twice in the last ten days and are, and they're a two seed and Kansas is a one seed. 
I think that's that's a little bullshit. So I also because Kansas had like fifteen quad one wins, and the committee just obsessed with the quads. <laughs> so I also but have them coming out of this. The, okay, that's I like that. Um, on the basketball court, Marcus Carr, senior guard, Timmy Allen, senior guard, Serge Ibari Rice, senior guard. Love that. That's what experience you need. team. Yep. And it's all about guard, guard play. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible defense. Like they do everything right. It, like this is I like them so much that they're probably gonna get beat in the first round by Colgate. Apparently <laughs> that's a popular upset pick. <laughs> but I think Texas is real deal. So do I. And that's why I have them come out of this region. I didn't know much about them, but I, I heard about the coach, heard they did the right thing. I like that. And uh, I knew that they, <laughs> I knew that they beat Kansas twice in the past ten days, so that's why I have them. So, yeah, do that, yeah. All right, all right. East, moving on. East, okay. Purdue. I want to root for Purdue because they're a Big Ten team. I love Edie. Like, I don't know, man. They have two freshman guards. They really don't have another playmaker other than Edie. They just have guys that hit shots from time to time. They literally cannot beat the press. Oh, Stefan Gilmore like to the a... Cowboys. What? Yep, traded for a fifth-round pick. His value has gone down. So yeah, he's old and makes a lot of money, but that's, I mean, another, another solid corner for the, uh, for the Cowboys. Yes, doesn't, that doesn't bother me too much. No, I wouldn't. I, I didn't even know he was on the Colts. He's still on the Panthers. Yeah, a Gamecock thing tweeted, oh, tweeted that and said, I feel bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry to interrupt you. Anyway, no, you're fine. Oh, oh, Philip uh, Dorsett back to the Raiders. Damn it, to the Raiders. Oh. You can't even get Philip Dorsett. Damn it. <laughs> Reunited with Jimmy G. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm just looking at uh, the Twitter, and that's that's why. Uh, but go back to Purdue. Oh, There's news to break. We'll, we'll break news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't beat the press. Like my seventh grade rec team, like when the press comes on, they just fall apart. And that's why they lose so many games late or, like, blow all these leads, get up 10 points, the opponent will put the press on, and they shit down their leg. So they won the Big Ten tournament. That was impressive. I just don't see it, man. Like, I could see them getting beat. Obviously, they're not getting beat in the first round. I could see Memphis beating them, have Duke beating them. If they get far enough to get to the Elite Eight, like, you get Marquette, Kentucky, Kansas State, one of those teams. I just don't see it. This is, I think this might be the hardest region. I, it, eh, I think it's the it's hardest region. Because I like Providence, West, too. actually. The West is the hardest region. But this one is the second toughest. I just don't see it. I hope, like, I like I like him. I like Matt Painter, the coach. But it's just... I'd be shocked. Went all the way. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of... I had them winning this thing just because they've been, they've been dominant all year. Um... They they only had a couple hiccups. They ended up being what like the third ranked team overall. So mm. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I, I haven't watched him as much as, as you, so I don't, I'm not too sure. But uh, I would like to see Purdue finally break break past it and, and make it. The other thing is, like, hate to bring the refs into it. You got Big Ten refs all year, and Edie was getting a favorable whistle. He gets called for two over-the-back fouls in ten minutes. Like, the game's basically over. It cannot survive with him on the bench. I yeah. worry about that. you got to play one, two, three, four, five, six games without him getting into foul trouble. I don't, I don't see it happening. That could be tough. As much as I would like to see it. I do. Although, the Purdue fans on Twitter have been kind of annoying. Oh, maybe I do hope they get beat in the second round. <laughs> Speaking of the second round, I Memphis, getting beat this week. FAU. Uh, I heard FAU is a popular upset pick. Uh, that's kind of why I went with them, and I know nothing about either team. <laughs> I know Memphis just beat Houston days ago. I know FAU ranked for like the first time in school history probably this year. So they had a really good year. Won 30 games too. They rolled UAB. I don't know. But this, is, this is the best 8-9 game. My yeah, opinion. I'm looking at all eh, of the game predictions, and it's all like 54, 46, 56, 44, like on the the comparisons of the two. So mm. it should be it should be a good game, and yeah, as you said, they Houston they beat they lost to Houston twice, but did end up beating them. They lost by three to Alabama. I'm talking about Memphis, uh, and they beat A&M and Auburn. So I don't know. Hardaway, the coach. Oh, I forgot Tim Hardaway was the coach. Uh, Thirty-one and three, FAU was this year. It's pretty. It's pretty so impressive. It's pretty good. <laughs> but that one's a coin flip. Obviously, it's an eight-nine. Duke, Duke Oral Roberts. A lot of Oral Roberts hype, but I don't know this Duke team is like just hitting their stride. That's what I'm seeing happening. Duke, I don't, I don't think Duke's losing this. I think Duke has won nine games in a row. They've been on an absolute roll. He stomped Pitt in the ACC tournament. They, well, let's go back to the start. Beat, rolled Syracuse at Syracuse, rolled Louisville, rolled Virginia Tech, rolled NC State, beat Carolina at Carolina, stomped Pitt, carried Miami and Virginia back-to-back games. Those are they beat everyone good in the ACC in the last few weeks. It's so, so this team definitely hitting their stride. They were dead. They were dead. Oh, they were dead. They they came crawling back. Uh, at least there's no Coach K, but the Duke yes. fans are so unlikable that it's such a pain. Of course, they have to have a big white guy, Kyle Filipowski. Oh, of course, it's not a Duke but it just team like guy. adds to it. <laughs> Um. Uh, okay, go ahead. Keep going. I had to spam in the comments. Tell <laughs> them what happened. So, all right. So he said, "How do you feel about Duke?" I'm a little bit worried about Duke. I have them in my elite eight. I also uh, have them. He in also the elite said, eight. "Yeah." Yep. You beat Piper Dale. Yep, I got him beat Piper Dale. Um. Oh, I guess that's not elite. Tell them what happened? That's sixteen. That's sweet sixteen. That's sweet sixteen. Um. Bet on. We were at the casino the other night, and we bet on UAB to beat FAU. 
FAU absolutely steamrolled them. It's a horrible game. <laughs> so for that, I like FAU, I guess. Although I picked Memphis to win. Uh, backtracking. Tennessee. Uh, I don't know. I look like they probably don't lose in the first round, but I don't trust them at all. No, they won't. They won't lose to the Raging Cajuns, but they are go. They, if they face Duke in the next round, they will be losing. They like. I think like I think they can get blown out even by Duke. Yeah, yeah. I I can I can see that too. They I mean they had a a pretty good regular season, but they it's Tennessee. Like these are gonna. It's, it's what's gonna happen. They are gonna. Oh yeah, Rick doesn't loss. make the Sweet Sixteen. No, and they're just gonna have this some terrible happen. loss. That is unforeseen. Um, so I'm excited to see how they lose. I really am. They, kind of, they like limped into the tournament too. Yeah, they yeah. lost a lot of their conference games down the stretch. They lost to Missouri in the tournament. Uh, and I think their point guard is hurt. Yeah, they, he Ty is. Ty Ziegler. Yep, Ty Ziegler's out for the year. So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty rough on them too. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Tennessee. Again, not not your year. <laughs> never will be. This uh, Kentucky Providence. Never, never <laughs> Kentucky Providence. I'm really excited it's an for, one. and I'm excited. Providence. I I have Providence winning. Um, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Kentucky. They got they got a little hot right at the end of the season, squeaked their way into the tournament, and I think Providence is gonna it's gonna show them what's up. There's something about Kentucky that I like, and I don't know what it is. It's just like those teams that are like blue bloods and have the talent and get into the tournament as low seeds, like Duke as a five, Kentucky as a six, Creighton as a six. They scare me. I've seen, like, Kentucky went to the championship as an eight seed. Carolina went to the championship as an eight, or eight seed last year. This feels like a team that might make a run. They could also get blown out in the first round like they did last year. I guess they didn't get blown out. But, like, maybe this Kentucky team just doesn't have it for the tournament. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, another team Another team that, yeah, that lost to South Carolina. So, that's just going to get me in a, in a bias. That um, they're I don't not know if I trust there. that. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know I just see Kentucky and yeah. Also, Providence's coach Ed Cooley might be going to Georgetown. Really? Whatever that's worth. I like they got a uh, Devon Carter, who was another Gamecock. He's been uh, been lighting it up whenever they have a big win. So I like that. Uh, Kansas State, Montana State. You know anything about either of these teams? Nope. Neither do I. I, I just Kansas, Kansas State, State getting beat. Okay, I have Kansas State losing to Providence. Um, all right, Michigan State USC. I heard USC is a pretty big sleeper for this. I've heard that too, and I've watched Michigan State, and they are not impressive. But it's also Michigan State in March. Yeah, and yeah. Izzo is like that guy. Mm-hmm. But I just like I don't like Michigan State. I don't think they're very good. Joey Hauser can shoot threes. Other than that, like they don't scare me whatsoever. Yeah, I pick in USC there, and Marquette and Vermont. I think Marquette's a good team. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Marquette. I have Marquette out of this region. I have Purdue. Yeah. I kind of want to lean Duke. 
which sucks. But for right now, I have Purdue. I don't know, I don't know what it is about Marquette. There's this guy on Twitter that I follow who covers the Big East. He said that Marquette was Final Four good. Picked him to make the Final Four. And I think that's why. I just, like, I also, I see the path. Because I have them getting Michigan State in the second round, which I'm not too worried about. I have Kentucky beating Kansas State, and they play Marquette. So they're playing another low seed, and then they play Duke. Like, they never have to face a 1, 2, 3, or 4 seed in my bracket. It just kind of, like, worked out that way, I guess. They also finished, like, I think they only lost six games the whole year. Yeah, they, they good were good. Big East. They were good. They played Purdue tough at the start of the year. Played Barely UConn lost tough. to Mississippi State. Yeah, they beat UConn. Yep, beat them twice. Home. Lost they lost on the road. And Yeah, right, they beat them in the tournament. They won the Big East tournament, so they're like, they are battle-tested. They're just, they're just winners. Yeah, they are. They're a good team. I don't know about their defense, but like, uh, I like Tyler Kolak. All right, the West. All right, let me pull my back back up. Kansas. I don't know, like, I don't know what to think about Kansas. Just because it's a completely different team than last year. And just kept losing to Texas. <laughs> Didn't win their conference. They usually do, but I think they're frauds. I don't know. I think I, uh, they're frauds. I have them losing to Arkansas in the next round. Oh boy! I love this Arkansas love team. I'm a big fan of this Arkansas <laughs> team. Yeah, Arkansas, Illinois, Illinois. Like this is kind of similar teams. I think Arkansas has a lot more talent, but both were supposed to be better this year. Illinois has Terrence Shannon, who's like one of the best players in the Big Ten. Uh, they kind of hit at stretch midway through the season and then got knocked down to an eight seed. But this that'll be an exciting game. I have Arkansas beating them. Yep, I do as well. I, I like this Arkansas. They were highly projected uh, to start the season. They had a couple hiccups in the middle of the season, but they, they play good basketball, and uh, they have a lot of NBA lottery picks on the team. They finished 8-10 at SEC play. Very good. No, that's not. It's not great. But they, uh, they play out. They played Alabama tough. They, they've had a couple, couple good wins, and I just, I just like the guys, like the guys on the floor. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully that comes in. Do you have, they have a couple five stars. Oh yeah. Um, what do we got next? St. Mary's VCU. I can never get VCU out of my head. That one year that they beat Kansas, I took yeah. VCU to win. VCU has like uh, that, that then, little infinite, like it's got the the worrisome behind you, behind your back. Like that. Yeah. And then obviously I took UConn. UConn's like UConn's really good. UConn's going to the Final Four. There were another one. <laughs> they were another one that had like they lost five of six conference games back in January, um, which kind of knocked them down. Like they were, are they number one at one point. They were number two, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is a really, really good UConn team. I have them winning it all. And I think just, people might have forgotten. Just to, yeah. just to throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm a... Yeah, it wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world. I have bias, and every time I can sneak them in there, 
whenever we're doing the March Madness brackets, I do. So that's why. Yeah. They, tough loss to Marquette in the Big East tournament. They, uh, they had some trouble in the middle of the season, as you said, with a couple of the Big East to- games. But I, I can't get out of my head the dominance at the beginning. Uh, they beat Alabama pretty handily. Um, I smoked them. Yeah, so I think they can definitely – I mean, of course I think that. They can make some noise. They can go all the way. Uh, okay. You know, TCU, Arizona State, Nevada, I don't know. I don't know about that, this I game. Um, I think whoever wins loses to Gonzaga. Yeah, Gonzaga's the another one. Kind of feisty. Gonzaga's another one, though, that is uh, – like it's the name behind it, really. They haven't had a a great year, but uh, yeah, they. I just I'm just scared to see uh, Gonzaga out there. Find the over under for the Gonzaga game because both these teams just chuck one fifty six and a half over. And Canyon overs are like twenty five and eight or something. Year I saw, so take the over in that game. That's all the analysis I have. Oh, James uh, Bradbury Northwestern. Back Sorry. Oh really? Yep. So they got Sorry. James Bradbury back. Um, I also saw that Darius Slay might request a trade. Yes, I did see that too. So they were said, exploring. Yeah, and he said, "I think he just wants another contract." Cause I he was came out and was like, yeah. "Oh, there's nothing against the Eagles. I just want a better contract." Right, right. But let's see what happens there. Um, what are we looking at? Oh, Northwestern, Boise State. State. Northwestern, Northwestern has right Bowie. Bowie. They, Bowie. I, what? Point guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Bowie. Yep, that's why. I, I say. Just, just keep seeing them getting wins, rattling off. They're they're another hot team right now. So I'm 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 riding with the hot hand. I have them upsetting UCLA. Yeah, I know. Oh no. <laughs> UCLA in my final four. Really? <laughs> yes. I don't know anything about the UCLA team, so. So I watched I watched UCLA play. And let me tell you firsthand, oh, that's a good that, ass team. Because they whooped Maryland. It <laughs> ran well and in all fairness, Maryland lost one home game this year. Yeah. A lot of them weren't close. Like they were blowing teams out. They beat a lot of good teams. They rolled Purdue. They ended up beating Indiana by more than ten. They rolled Northwestern, like they were, they were a legit like top team in the country when they were at home. On the road in neutral side, it's a different story. Only team that beat them was UCLA. It was a they kicked the shit out of them. This is a really good UCLA team, and I know that was a long time ago. No, it was just one game. They were two in Ken Palm. They went twenty nine and five this year. They played in a fairly easy Pac-12, all fairness, but like two of their five losses are in the, at the very beginning of the year against Illinois and Baylor. Like those are not bad losses. Lost at Arizona, at USC, and then Arizona again in the championship. That was a one-score game. So this team is the real deal. The only thing that worries me is that Jalen Clark is out. He was one of their starting guards. He was like, probably the best defender in the Pac-12. So that sucks. They're still incredibly talented. Jaime Jaquez was, I think, second-team All-American. 
So I've been on UCLA kind of since they played Maryland. That's why I have them in my Final Four. They have two separate winning streaks this year of 14 and 12 games. So they can they can get hot. That's and pretty keep wild. It up. All right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Final four. You got. So I have Virginia and Purdue on the left side. It's a uh, rematch from a couple years ago. Yep. Yep. I have Virginia, Virginia winning that side. And then I have Texas and UConn in the other side of the final four. Um, and then I already spoiled it. I have UConn over Virginia. Two four seeds. I just try. I didn't like, I hate filling out the bracket and seeing one and two seeds on both sides because yeah. it's never how it works out. It's never how it happens. Um, but I can definitely see Alabama messing up my bracket big time and Purdue messing up my, my bracket pretty early. Uh, I have Alabama and Marquette. I have Marquette winning that game. Just because I don't want to see Bama. I have Texas and UCLA. I have Texas winning that game. I have Marquette winning the title. Nice. I like that pick. Just because, like, and I don't know how it worked out, and I hate it now. Because I saw on Twitter, Ken Palm tweeted, he's like, out of all the teams get a one or a two seed that were not ranked at the start of the year, there have been, like, only a couple Sweet 16s, no Final Fours. This year, those teams are Purdue and Marquette. I was like, oh, my God, like, yeah, be in the second round by Michigan State. <laughs> but I'm like, I already did it. I'm not gonna. I've like a crisis internally. Like, do I go back on it? I'm not going back on it. I'm keeping it. I was that was the path that I saw. So it would also be like something new. It was like Marquette's never gone that far in the tournament, have they? I don't think so. Oh, I don't know. It would be exciting. It would be. I uh, I also, smart. like, when I'm filling this out, it's a complete, you know, second-guessing every every decision, every pick. And yeah. look, when you look back on it, you're always like, oh, I could change this here, change this here. And it's like, you just got to ride with it. No one actually knows. That's right. Um, what is, is going on, so we'll see. Yeah, it's just fun to do. Um. Uh, UCLA is my alternate national title pick, even though I have them losing to Texas for some reason. <laughs> I'm really excited about Texas. <laughs> I've placed the bets already in. I've already bet Marquette to win. I also bet UCLA to win. I parlayed my final four picks. It's like I had two dollars left in my account, and I bet two dollars to win six hundred. Like the correct go. final four. There you go. Maybe this is the year. Um, by the way, just before we, we close out, Rogers will apparently be on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow at 1 p.m. <laughs> I hope he retires. That would be so yeah, funny. I, I hope he just goes. Like, that would be so funny. Oh my gosh. And Rogers has the Jets in a headlock. Yeah, and then just completely, like, makes him sign all these free agents and then completely just screws them over. All right, well, that was a that was a mix of NFL free agency. What's up? Hey. I guess that's a sign to to wrap it up. Yeah, so, seriously. 
So luckily we didn't have any internet problems throughout the whole thing. This was the only one. And thank you all for listening. That was March Madness. The whole bracket breaking down. Um, and the NFL free agency, the start of it. Um, and hopefully hopefully we get some more fun signings and some more fun trades. Any uh, any Before last, we go. Yeah, any last points? Our bracket challenge is posted on ESPN. Yes. We will we'll post again about it. Uh, you can find the link on Twitter. If you were in it last year, I think like it's the same option group. will just pop up to join. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, same group. We already have twenty plus people signed up. Joining prize is a T-shirt. Yeah, no buy fee. No reason not to join. So see if you can beat us. It's probably not that hard because uh, for all the analysis that we just gave you, I know my bracket will be shot within. Probably four hours on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, when Marquette gets beat by Vermont. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not hard. Not hard to sign up. No reason not to do it. Maybe you'll win a t shirt. Yeah. That's all the last thing I got. Well, that's a, that's a great way to end it. Hope you all enjoyed. It's good to be back. We're going to be back on our regular schedule. Not going to be another week. So don't worry about that. And. Uh, <laughs> on to Cancun next week. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, we can figure that out. Because, I don't know, maybe we could sneak one in at Cancun, live from Cancun. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> live from Cancun. Um, well, again, thank you all for listening. We'll see everybody on Friday. We're going to be talking about March Madness, any other NFL pickups we need. And that, that does it for this pod. So we'll see everybody on Friday.